This is Robert from Twin Peaks, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Got a light? Standing here in the uh, <clears throat> airport, United. It turns out we're uh, we got our flights split up, so e- each of us will be flying different uh, airplanes with uh, a various mixture of um, of teammates here. Going out to Iowa for the World Championship Chili Cook-Off. If you're out there, please stop by and say hi. Just wanted to uh, point this out. So recently on Instagram. Recently, my uh, my right hand there was like a strange twitch in my thumb, and it's such a rarity for me to catch catch this stuff in action, you know. So I I put it into the story, and it was crazy because it, it it ended up stopping. But I thought, holy cow! If someone can can read Morse code, they can tell me what the heck. Maybe there's some secret sign from the universe. Well, what was interesting was what I didn't expect was this woman named Stephanie Cashion. She made a comment, and she said, this is, this is beautiful. This is definitely a message from the, the cosmos. It just wasn't what I expected. However, it's just as awesome. Uh, she says, I read poems, and I could tell you about the need to be creative and artistic in life. I said, thank you. I totally am creative and artistic. It's my main passion. You totally got it. Then she says, it's a gift that came with you. It's a gift. <laughs> it's a gift that came with you for many other lifetimes. This is what you are meant to be doing. You may have had other careers, but this is your life mission, and you will be traveling a lot, big time. I could go on. I said, I love that you're telling me this. This is such a this is such wonderful news to hear. Our band recently signed with the manager, a new booking agent. She goes, your life line and creative lines all come together. This is your path, your destiny, and it changes your life to a new fulfilled direction, quality of life. I said, you are astonishing me right now. I feel like I am levitating. Thank you. Now keep in mind, this, this, I received this in my direct messages on the way to the airport. So here she's talking about traveling. I receive and I and I put that thing up. I'm like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yesterday. So at any point today, it'll disappear from the story. Uh, oh, and then oh, and then here here's her here's her next uh, piece. While I'm talking to you, here she answered my thing. Uh, she goes, "I'm not a professional. My grandma could do this. I inherited it. I can read palms and people's energy too." And you, I can read your energy like a library. Ha ha, have a great day. That is astounding. That is amazing. I said, thank you for this gift. You are a super heroine. Why, hello, wise guys. We got Pauly Shores here, ladies and gentlemen. Baba Booey just entered the building. Um, wow, this is astounding. I haven't seen you since the last time. Look at this guy. Why did you just give me a live wet willy? Why? This is a public place. You see this? Quite quietly. Yes, we did. 
what what's going on over here? What podcast is that? Oh, this is his life. This is yeah. I, and all of our secrets. Did you put in well, the, the Did you put in the longitude and latitude? What, well, what's beautiful here is that the uh, this woman sent me something about the yes, twitch sir. in my hand on the way here. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. Listen, listen, this is what I was saying. Yes, sir. Like all of us, but two no have no carry-ons on this thing. So, so, so then, what do we do with? How, well, when we how get is this going to happen? They might make us check the bag and then put it under. But we'll take the carry-on with you because we're either going to pay for it here or maybe have to pay for it there. But yeah. probably here. What is pay for? Usually they make you pay. Take <laughs> That's so funny. No carry-on. What a funny thing. We're paying. I'll pay for it. Whatever it is. Well, we're going to pay back. Yeah, that's fine. She already. Yeah, said, yeah. She's yeah. already said. So. So just don't freak out when you get to the gate and be like, what the fuck? Because it's part of the deal. So, so, I, so I should try, I should, I should attempt to carry both of these on anyway, is what you're saying. No. So no well, carry-on carry means carry you get to have a personal item, like your backpack, what? but you but can't we, have an we, extra we can't, we, we can't put that in the, in the cargo hall no, no. of the plane, this is, right? Yeah, this is a hard case. That should be fine. Yeah, yeah, but, really? Make sure, yeah. Make sure you, you just sent us that United thing where the guy's guitar broke. Make sure you loosen your strings so the neck doesn't work. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, my God. My shit came off the plane, and I opened it up, and the neck was warped. Oh, my God. Oh, man. All right. I got to loosen these strings. We'll talk to you guys more later. Thank you for listening. Kurt. Kurt, it's me, Maria. I am so over the moon excited about the Galactic Film Festival. Thank you so much for inviting me to come on down and be on the mic with you. I have to tell you the truth. Spontaneous combustion is a concern. (laughs) I love your energy. It's going to be so much fun. I can't even stand it. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. We're on the plane now. We had a minor snafu with the uh, United Airlines folks. They uh, they made us check these our instruments into the cargo hull. These expensive instruments. Um, so, 710 extra dollars later. Ladies and gentlemen, some of the monitors on the left side of the aircraft went out when uh, we had a surge of power starting up the engine. So, the flight attendant's going to come out and show you how to work the safety equipment so that you have proper instruction for your safety instructions. Thank you. Oh, oh, that's where it's supposed to be. Okay. I was wondering, where are these TVs? Oh. I thought it was just pure audio. Yeah, that didn't even occur to me. Alright, so, apparently, now we, we, uh, we're reading, now there's a law here that says, um, let's see, it's called, this is, um, Tommy sent us an article about this, which now I wish we would have printed this out and showed the people. So this guy, um, ended up finding a law. The FAA Modernization Reform Act of 2012, Section 41724. Uh, Obama signed the bill into law on February 14, 2012. Hiding in there, it says, an air, car- an air carrier providing air transportation shall permit a passenger to carry a violin, guitar, or other musical instrument in the aircraft cabin without charging the passenger a fee to, in addition to any standard fee that carrier may require for com- comparable carry-on baggage. If a the instrument can be stowed safely in a suitable baggage compartment in the aircraft cabin or under a passenger seat in accordance with the requirements for carriage of carry-on baggage or cargo established by the administrator and B, there is space for such stowage at the time the passenger boards the aircraft. So, um, Tommy printed out the uh, Oh, yeah, okay, so it says here at the bottom, 
update 118.15, it appears that even though this law was passed, the Department of Transportation never outlined the guidelines for the airlines by the required deadline. Because of this, many airlines have been routinely refusing to allow musicians on with their instruments. What? The DOT has finally remedied this, and as of March 1st, 2015, all airlines must comply with the law. So, that's... That's interesting. That's so interesting. Um, huh. So this this should this is the law. This really should hold true. So one would say that basically United Airlines actually Airlines United Airlines actually broke broke the law. They they, they disobeyed the law. So. Why is disobeying the law okay for some people and not for others? And by people, I mean the corporation known as United. Um, who, who does one talk to about this? It would be interesting to show them the bill that they charged us. Someone along with this law and say, look what happened. We need a refund. Uh, so just just think about that next time you fly. Print it out. Look for it. Look for it. If you're a musician, this is a big deal here. Look for, look online. Just before leaving the aircraft, and place the best by pulling down sharply on the red tab. Go to search for FAA modernization and reform act of 41724 at section 41724 so you will find this on page 74 it's, it's on page 74 and it stretches all the way to the middle of page 75 and they call it the musical instruments clause so look for this if you're a musician look for this be prepared with this thing and you know what I would even say um video record the experience like actually video record the experience so this way there are no discrepancies in what was happened you know maybe even audio recorded that's something that I didn't even think to do because I didn't even read this link that Tommy sent us unfortunately which I really should have in hindsight could have saved me a lot of griping moaning complaining I really turn into a brat in these kinds of situations I showed my ugly side and it's uh you know, these are the opportunities where you actually assert your positivity. These are the, the instances where it seems like things are going awry. Um, bureaucracy is standing in the way between uh, basic human interactions and all that razzmatazz. This stuff riles me up. My rebellious 16-year-old self gets fired up inside. And uh, it's just not a pretty sight. And, and this is, you know... Something I gotta work on. I'm sure there's a calm way to do it, uh, a less sarcastic way to, to communicate in those instances. It's just, you know, it's just corporations get away with this stuff, don't they? So, rest of this trip, we are going to going to reveal all the great stuff, all the wonderful things. And uh, my mom's coming out to Iowa, so that'll be fun, too. I'll be able to podcast with her. And possibly even some of the chili cook-off folks. So I should probably put this away. We're about to go up in the air. So wait, you're saying the chili cook-off raised how many? Uh, over, 90, well. over, over $92 million when I quit. So we oh my yeah, God. And I sold it to the, the current owner. So close to a hundred million. Yes, right. And, we've and you've raised that much money for charity. <laughs> yes, yeah. for fifty-three years. Cooking yes. chili. Well, no, the society has. Not oh, one society. Has, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Carol Shelby started it. Uh huh. Shelby Mustang guy and, and a couple of his great friends. Oh my gosh. And she ran it for about twenty years. And then the guy that has it now has run it for the last two. What? And what's your name? Carol Hancock. Carol Hancock. And then you sold it to another. 
other guy who's like, I I gotta I gotta be the owner of this yeah. thing. And you're like, yeah. okay, okay. That's exactly right. Or to lose in the card game or something. <laughs> I lost it in the card game. And she, no, she, she the stress, the stress so is huge. Raising the money. Oh, I can imagine. There are a lot of little elements, right, yeah. that have to go <laughs> in place. She, she, a lot of last minute things, I can imagine. She did it for 20 years and uh, was amazing. And she was able to raise the sponsorship money and make the thing happen. And the guy that hired you, Scott Tolan, great guy. And he is, so he's, he's the guy to take it to the next level. He's the one that can make it. What's cool is you set it up for him. You gave him a real good blueprint. You got building up on that. Now he just has to just sprinkle some extra season. But he's already got a great base. To, to, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, look at all the people. He's got a couple thousand Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The database that I got was non-existent. We didn't, I mean, it, it's a long story. But Why do you care about it? It was close. Yeah, well, I like I'm interested it. in interesting stuff. <laughs> yeah. I've never come across anybody before who. I want to hear you. I want to hear your music. Time, <laughs> this is the first time I've ever come across, well, a chili. A chi- a chili. This is the first time I've ever been at a chili cook off. Really? Let alone the, the world the championship, which I didn't even know existed. Yeah. I can only imagine <laughs> something like that would, yeah. would exist. And here you are. And here we are. Former, yeah. uh, owner of it. Oh yeah. my God. She, she was for a long time. She did a great job. I mean, that is incredible. So, yeah. um, pretty proud of that. I mean, do people just keep emailing you and say, "Okay, can I be in your in the championship?" Well, not or how now, do you judge that? How does that even happen? You have to win the cook-off. He, yeah. Oh, look, baby. <laughs> so, so someone. Okay. So, Somebody knows you to say, "Stony, get the hell out." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is the way it works. All the, all the, all the chili that are qualifying events, you, have, you can't just decide you want to cook. You have to qualify. So there are districts and there are regionals and there are states. So it really so you have Yes, and so you have to be a winner of one of those events to qualify to cook in the, in the World's Championship. And that's the way that works. And that um, today was the last chance cook-offs. So these are all the people cooked today that didn't qualify before. Oh, boy. So it's just kind of a crazy thing. Wow. So, I, I mean, who could have guessed it's something like that with a couple of guys in the backyard just making some chili? It's crazy. We'll turn to this. With all of these levels I'll of... I'll tell you how that happened. Carol Shelby, who is the world champion race car driver that created the Shelby Cobra, the Shelby Mustangs. Oh. He had a heart transplant. He only he was very young when he had to quit driving because his heart. The doctor said, "You are going to be on the track, and you're going to kill more people than just yourself because your heart is going to fail." So. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he prepared for that, and then he got a heart transplant. But while he was in the hospital, waiting to get his transplant, he saw children that needed hearts that they couldn't afford, their parents couldn't afford. And this is clear back in 1969, 65, 69. <laughs> and he thought, wait, we had this ridiculous chili cook-off in and pe- more and more people were interested in it, because it is interesting, it's fun, right? Oh, yeah. And so, so he thought to himself, maybe we can have this cook-off and we'll charge for it, and we'll charge an entry fee, etc., and all the money will go to charity. Really so an idea. Yes. So then we got up to like 300 chili cook-offs across the country. Oh. And all that money, if, if the Kiwanis Club in Des Moines, Iowa, wants to have a chili cook-off, all they have to do is call the Chili Society, pay the, you know, fill out the application, pay $350 for sanction fee, and their cook-off will have a winner that will qualify to cook the World So that's where our money came from. Gotcha. That all of the, he's crazy. He is. He is. He was throwing up the whole airplane on the way here. Oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah. So anyway, we um, um, we never sanctioned a cook-off that wasn't for charity. So that's all. That is incredible. Wow. And you must get lots of notice. I mean, just for that, because you know, that's such a beautiful, selfless thing to do. Yeah, it is very. 
selfless, I think. How many assistants? How many people do you have that, I mean, because, you know, organize something like this? Well, a I lot of tell tiny you. moving parts. Tiny, tiny moving parts. I was the owner of the Chili Society, and I have one assistant. And you did all that? <laughs> yes, I did that by myself. So you and the assistant were, were working on, you know, how many crazy phone calls, emails. Yes, that's true. Did so, you have to go to a lot of these different yes. chili cook-offs while they were having I either went to the cook-offs that needed me to be or I went to the ones that were really big, big, big cook-offs, and it was good for publicity as well. So, you know, that's what I did. And then my husband, even though he does, you can't tell it right now, that he is blind. He's legally blind. He can, he can see himself in the mirror. He can't recognize me if I'm coming down the hall. So I, that's all I do now is, you know, what time is it? You know, I, I go how do I do this? You know, so I, I just, I keep you. So now that you sold this, sold this. are you wondering, holy cow, number one, all that stress off my shoulders. Number two, yes. then you're thinking, well, now what the heck am I going to do with yes. myself? <laughs> right. No. Have you picked no, up a new I, hobby? I can take care of him. He's my hobby now. <laughs> right, right. But you still come out for the world championship yeah. ones, at least. Yeah. To, you know. the world championship. Did you cut a big ribbon with some scissors or something and started going, all right, hand it off. That would be funny if you had yeah. some, you had the what? sound of the, like, the motor. Yeah. Like, well, we used get, to do that. Hand to her off. With Kel Shelby. That was the start of it. Kel Shelby passed away. And there was a big... Peterson Auto Museum. He's a magazine publisher that published Hot Rod, Rod and Custom, Car Craft, all car magazines. Oh, that's great. And he and Shelby were buddies and they invested in things together. And when he passed away, they had a a big memorial service for him at the Peterson Museum on Sunset Strip. In LA. And they they fired up they the, the big parking garage yeah. part of this building and was loaded with cobras and, and mustangs. Shelby Mustangs and as part of the memorial service they all went out and fired them they all. They fired them all up at Can you imagine about maybe oh two hundred muscle cars? Oh my firing gosh! Up yeah. I got like a crazy thunderstorm. Like, 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 the yeah. building rumble. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. It's like are we at what kind of are we at an earthquake yeah, today? Yeah, no, no, they're just revving. No, it's just Peterson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jay, Jay Leno was the MC. Oh, that's great, because he loves service. his cars. He's yeah, got yeah. a whole bunch of cars. Did he have one? Did he have one? Did he have one to rev up the engine on? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Probably, he probably had a few. I don't know yeah. that, but, yeah, but he had to have. Oh, that's so cool. It was wow. Where are you guys from? Uh, well, we're from Los Angeles. I'm originally from the Chicagoland area, and. Uh, but we're, you know, we're from Los Angeles. Yeah. And well, we live in Orange County, so. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah, my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Where do you play in L.A.? Yeah, where do you play that's local? Um, we play at a place, you know, the Viper Room, actually on Sunset oh, Street. Oh, the Viper Room, yeah. yeah. We have a... You uh, know who died there. <laughs> oh, River Phoenix. River Phoenix. Yes. And Johnny yeah. Depp used to own it. I don't yeah. think he owns it anymore. No, he didn't. But we play the first Friday of every month. Well, we're here, we're here, here. so actually we're playing the, the next Friday. Uh, so kind of, the, kind of the first Friday of every month. It's kind of a funny thing with us and, and Viper Room. They're like, kindish first Friday of every month, the Outley Crew. So they, they let everybody know, like, okay, we'll be here. And so we have a residency there. So that's one of our, our favorite places. And then, um, yeah, we've, we've just been playing at a lot of the, a lot of a lot of places we're getting farther and farther out we went to Denver so that was the first state that, that we traveled to this is the second one really? Iowa oh. so this is great this is like the second time we've ever really been on a stage really? To, really? To, all to gone. So, oh that's fancy so let me ask quick because that guy is dying oh, yeah. to have him come out okay. yeah yeah so if we want if we want to come to see you at the Viper Room, we're going to have yeah. to spend the night. We're not driving back yeah, to Orange County, back not at our age, not yeah. old And we put you on a list, too. Would you? Yes. You oh, would? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. We would count on that if we I just want to warn you, it's a little hot in there. I mean, it, get, it gets kind of, I mean, it sometimes gets pretty hot in there. It would be a hoot. We would love to have you out there. We'll, we'll be hot. <laughs> sometimes we don't play until, like, 10. Yeah, that's why we have to spend the night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, okay. It was pleasure to meet you. No, you take care. We'll see you next time. Peace.
That that was. We won't be strangers. We won't. Are are we taking two cars? Ah! Oh, that's great. I just met. You're going in here? No, he won't. Oh. Wait, you're not. Oh, you are going in here. Oh. Oh. No, that. No, 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 no. I don't. No, I just didn't know that you, you were going in here. Here we are at the World Championship Chili Cook-Off. It's 3.27 p.m. Saturday the 7th. Um, my dad uh, sent me a text message at 2.01 p.m. Um, sent me a text message at 2.01 p.m. about uh, it says I've been with Gloria for four hours watching as she struggles to live just 15 minutes ago she passed on to be with our mom and dad God bless her and it, it that news came at such um, crazy moment in time. Here I am setting up equipment, feeling this joy of just being at this kind of event, and then I received that kind of news. And trying to process, trying to process those. There's no guidebook on how to grieve. There's no guidebook on how to send condolences. There are, there's no protocol for how to think about this or how to talk to people about it. You know, there's, there's no actual perfect thing to, to say or do. Um, so all we are left with is our way of, of grieving it or our way of making sense of it or, or our way of putting... Uh, uh, you know like getting through it all we are left with is a way of trying to figure out how how am I going to do that how am I going to define this from this moment forward how am I going to define my relationship with how am I going to define my relationship with this person now you know what's what's the um, what you're you're left with your own way of defining it. So, oh my God, I'm walking through here and it's much bigger than I expected. There are tents and tents and tents. I'm walking farther away from the stage. The stage is over there. Uh, this, this place is huge. This place is huge. Incredible. To explore this place, I need to really. Oh shoot, face painting! Oh my god, I would love to get some face painting done after our show. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. We get our faces painted up to look like Kiss. So, all we're left with is how we're going to decide to define this particular relationship. with the deceased and from the Dolores Cannon novels I talk about from the, you know from uh, the Abraham Hicks stuff from the Bashar stuff all of these various teachers through all of that I am left with what's am I am I this it's like the it's like the the, uh, the point of no return you've crossed the threshold here 
you've crossed the threshold. So I, I can think back to all the wonderful memories that we've had. I can think back to all the, the great Christmas times, the great Thanksgiving times, the birthdays. Abraham, uh, Esther Hicks talks about how her, her husband, Jerry, died. Good evening. Great blue hair. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. And so something that she says her relationship to her deceased husband is that she treats him, she, she treats him how, he, how he is now, which is this multidimensional creature. She, she teaches him, she, she treats him how he is now, and she communicates with him in that fashion. So, so, there, there's not, there's not that, that, that past regret, you know, regrets and all that jazz. There's not that past with that. You're not dragging that in as stuff. And going, oh, you know, I wish it was like this again. I wish it was like that. And, you know. It's like you're getting rid of that. So it's just so crazy. Hey, how you doing? Do you need to go on a hot lap? Huh? Do you need to go on a hot lap? What? Like a lap okay, all wait, around so this? What's, what's your? What's your? What are you in the band? Like, what's are you? Music? Oh, I'm Stony Shores. So are you the singer? I'm. Uh, I'm behind the keyboards. Well, yeah. I also we do. We all do vocals. I also do. Uh, Guitar. I play guitar too. Could you do me? I mean, I know this is would be tough. So one of my buddies is like crazy yacht rock fan guy. Yeah. Could you say this one's for Tim Kirk? Tim Kirk. Tim Kirk. Which one? He, his father owns three casinos in town. Oh, cool. You call him out. I'm pretty sure we could get him to book your band. <laughs> no, That's I'm fucking fucking. He had he had Big Head Todd and Freddie Jones band for his 40th birthday. Wow. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. What? Fred, I mean, it's Are you kidding me? No. Freddie Jones Band. My- Freddie Jones Band was the closing band that played in the bar. Big Head Todd played. I mean, it is... It's crazy. My cousin Scott used to work for Capricorn Records. He discovered Freddie Jones Band. Here, let me he look. discovered them, which is the whole reason why they're even so out there. So it was April 2018. And so he was able to have these guys play at his birthday. I felt a droplet. I felt a droplet. Right now, I'm looking up at the sky. Oh, I'm in the middle of doing a podcast, by the way. So you're on the podcast. Can you explain to the, the listeners uh, what your name is and your official title here, what you like to do here? Hi, my name is Brooks Reynolds. I'm the president of the International Chile Society. Uh, I am helping with the global expansion of the International Chile, Chile events around the world. I'm also the president of the Blue Ribbon Bacon Festival, which is the world's largest bacon festivals. I put on bacon festivals all over the United States. Uh, Iceland and Japan. Wow. How, how many people do you have working along with you? To, I mean, that's that's a lot of stuff to, uh, little plates to spin. Of people. You know, it depends on where we do the events, but, uh, you know, I probably have six or seven folks working for me, but we will have 45,000 people attend our events globally uh, wow. in 20, 2019. So, Tim Kirk? Tim Kirk. Tim Kirk. So, this is this is his And that's Kirk. your buddy, and he's a huge Yacht Rock fan? Oh, I just felt a drop, too. So, that was him, but... So yeah, Freddie Jones. Oh my gosh, it's big, that's amazing. Big that is amazing. That is so cool. Paulie. Oh, I'm Stony Shores. Stony Shores. My brother's Paulie Shores. He's on a saxophone. Yeah. Thank you. So what we're gonna do here is we're gonna we're gonna see what we can do here. You, me, the listeners, right now, right now. Um. Okay, there are clouds all over this place. We've been hearing all kinds of reports. Sun, sun. Son, we love you. We know you're up there. We, we appreciate you. We love how you shine upon us. You grant us so much nutrition, so much help. You grow the plants. You make the people tan who want to be tan. You bring, you, you make it possible for people to, to smile when, when they see so many rainy days. And, and, and we love you. We love you. We know you're up there behind those clouds. 
for whatever reason. I mean, you know what's so interesting? This is this is the opportunity for you and me both to turn around here, son. This is a symbolic representation of, of, of how I'm feeling concerning the passing of my end, the transition. And I think if you were to come out and show me your shining, beautiful face here and from all these people, and I'm not, I'm not forcing you to do anything. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not even trying to show off for anybody. What I'm doing is forming a, an honest, authentic connection with you here right now. I see some, I see some brightness behind that cloud right now. And I can only imagine if I can see more brightness behind those clouds. I, I'll look at You're starting to show yourselves to me right now. I have a wonderful relationship with those plants out, outside of my balcony. You and I know this, the antenna tree. If I can, if I can, if we can work together, look at I feel more, I feel more wind right now from you. I just felt a droplet. Is that just you telling me that you, this, you're going to, you're, you're, this, this is going to go away and you're going to come out and shine? Because golly, that would be beautiful. We would be so, so honored to be blessed by your presence right now, son. We would be so honored to be blessed by your presence. If I can form a, a cooperative relationship with the plants and my cats, certainly, son, you and I can work this out. You and I both know that there have been 15 occasions, at least... Look at it. I think I see you starting to start part those clouds. Part those clouds. Part those clouds, please. Peek through. Peek through. Peek through. Peek through. Peek through. We're gonna, I'm just going to try to erase it. Okay, we're going to erase those clouds. Because I'm not feeling... You're, you're showing to me the representation of how I'm feeling inside with the passing of my aunt. I'm imagining erasing this cloud. Isn't it funny when you close one eye, there's no more distance between you and whatever it is that you're looking at. There's no more distance there. It's just what's here in front of you and what that is. Wow. So let's just pretend we're, we're erasing it. Come on, son. Come on, son. These people are so excited to be here today. Come on, son. Come on, son. We've done this before. Remember the very first time? You know what's so interesting is that very first time that you shined your face for me. That very first time you shined your face for me. And we had this agreement. We, we came across an agreement. We came across an agreement. My dad was in town. My stepmom, Peg, at the time. I see your eyeball up there. Wink at me, will you? <laughs> I see a heart. You're showing me a heart in the cloud right now. You're showing me a heart right now in the cloud, huh? Thank you. I love you, too. I love you, too. Oh, my gosh. No way. Come on. Shine. Remember that first time my dad and, and my stepmom, Peg, came into town? And they wanted to go to Hollywood that day. And remember when we talked and we said, Son, wouldn't that be great if you came out and shined for my dad and my stepmom? Well, you don't have to do this. I don't have my heart set on this. I just have my heart in asking you with full intention. Full-on intention, son. I just have my heart in asking you to come out and shine. It doesn't have to happen now. It doesn't have to. It doesn't even have to happen. But man, I tell you, we would really love it. We would really love that. We'd go crazy for that, wouldn't we? We'd go crazy for that. You're offering me the opportunity right now to look at what's in front of me, not be intimidated by it, not accept it as what's happening, not succumb to it. Just because it seems like there are more clouds than sun that I can see right now does not mean that the sun cannot wipe these clouds away. It's all a cooperation. This doesn't have to be sun battling the clouds. This could be a cooperation. Clouds, you know how beautiful your formations are. Can you guys show me something? Can you wonderful clouds, cloud people, the cloud watchers, can you morph in, a, in some of those really cool cloud shapes that we like to see? You don't need to be sad right now. We don't, we don't need the rain right now. We don't need the rain right now. If you shine for me, I will put my full... I, I, I will change my relationship with my, my Aunt Gloria and how I view her transition because it truly is a transition, folks. I see the sun. I see you peeking through, son. I see you peeking through. If, so I've got my eye closed right now. I see two pieces of the sun coming through. 
and like a smile and a smile in fact in fact there are two other bright pieces if I had to draw a line across if I had to draw a line across and go to the top we got a triangle right now this trip was needed I'll tell you man my mom is here seeing us play for the first time she's coming out to see us play David Bowie's mom coming out to see us play for the very first time this is a beautiful beautiful thing I get to play go your own way what is symbolic representation that? look at this you just turn from a straight across face to now a big smile a big smile I see you I see you morphing you are morphing right now you're morphing into something beautiful wow wow oh wow that looks like a dove right now that looks like a dove whoa now okay Okay, okay, this is good. Show me some more of your tricks. Show me some more of your tricks. <laughs> Remember when you came out for me that day? You came out for my dad and my stepmom and I, we were able to go out there and walk down Hollywood Boulevard. We're only 20 minutes before, it, it was raining. 20 minutes before, it seemed dismal. And I think that's very symbolic of this moment in time that I'm talking to you right now, dear son. I think that's very symbolic of this moment in time because it involved my dad and and something that involved the very first time. Let's go through the Venn diagrams right now and how that <clears throat> that moment in time, that magic moment in time matches up to what what's happening right now. I know that there are people out there right now looking at the sky and going, it's going to rain and I'm not going to that chili cook-off. There are others who love chili so much and, and, and being a part of this harmony that they are going to be out here no matter what. These people traveled from all over 50 states. Man, alive. They're here to have an extraordinary day, son. Okay, I'm seeing more of you. I'm seeing more of you revealing yourself. I'm seeing more of you revealing yourself. Can we just, can we just... Remember when we were in the car with Tiffany Letiri and her, her boy... Remember that time? And her, and her boyfriend had just broken up with her? And she called me up and she goes, Kurt, I want to hang out with you. I need you to cheer me up. And I need you to cheer me up. And I said, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's go do that. And I wore the Starro mask and, and, and I yelled out the window at people and went, Galaxies, Constellations. And that put a smile on her face. I see a smile in the cloud right now. That's cool. That's like a frosty snowman kind of smile. Yeah, I see your smile. Now you're looking like a cat. Now you got kind of like a cat smile. Wow, this is cool. You're really showing me some great stuff here. You're showing me some great art in these clouds. Come on right now. Look at this. We got the synchronicity rock. All these synchronicities. So here are the Venn diagrams. This is my mom's first time seeing us play today. Well, the first time that you showed your, your, you showed me that we can make agreements with each other was during that time. It was my dad's first time. Now, second Venn diagram. My dad just called me up on this day, on this very day, and told me that Aunt Gloria just passed. So I can choose to go down that sad path which is, to me, a symbolic representation of what's going up in these clouds right now. Okay, I'm going to open both my eyes right now. It, it's bright. And you know what? That's actually a great sign. You're bright for me right now. You know what's so interesting, son? Sometimes I'd walk outside and it was so bright. You know this, of course. And for some reason, it, it, it was hard for me to look at you with both eyes. And not not look at you, but keep my eyes really open uh, on a sunny day. Oh yeah, I see more I see more of you over there. I see more of you over there. Come on guys, just part. I see you, son. I see you. I see you up there. I see you up there. I see you up there. You know what the other Venn diagram is? That I'm looking at these clouds and you're showing me the opposite side of the clouds that I was looking at yesterday. And remember that, I put you on my story. I put you in a time lapse up there. You were all so beautiful. You were all so beautiful. And it was so beautiful for you to show me your morphing shapes from, from that perspective. I love that. I love that. It was showing me what was on the other side, all that beautiful sun, all that blue, just gorgeous. So, please, humor us. Let's make it playful. <laughs> Let's make it playful. I already, I already have, I already have examples of, of how you have helped me out in the past. 
I already have examples. Wow. I gotta tell you, these morphs up here can really show me some cool stuff up here. You were showing me some great stuff, and how cool is this? Um. Uh, you know, you you showed yourself up there. You showed you showed yourself to us while we were up there behind the clouds. I was astonished by it, and you know what, Tony. That wonderful woman I sat next to on the plane who had the, I, I had those extraordinary conversations with. She superpowered this uh, rainbow moonstone. And she told me the powers of when you put crystals out in the moonlight and soak it up for a full moon. Um, and that kind of energy. And, the, and then with the kind of energy that you soak up when you put it in the sun. She told me all about this extraordinary stuff. And I was sitting there going, why am I not podcasting this? Well, I think she was opening up to me because, uh, you know, I don't know. Sometimes people get a little worried when they're, you're, they're be, being recorded. Look at this. This is great. You're actually, you're, my eyes are getting used to you, Sky. All right? Remember when I was younger, so I'd, I'd look up at the, I'd, I'd, on a sunny days, I'd, I'd be squinting so much. I squint a lot in the sun. As you well know. And, and, and if I closed one eye, I could see stuff better. If I closed that one eye, if I had that one eye closed, I could see what was going on through that other eye. Wow. I'm just remembering, I'm just thinking now, the symbolic representation here of... Um, the symbolic representation of... So... Uh, you know there you know what there are benches way over there we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go sit on some benches we're gonna go sit on some benches so she told me all about this and she did Reiki Tony did Reiki oh I felt another drop come on son come on son I'm holding, the, I'm holding the rainbow moonstone. Alright, let's see. Let's see how far the sound stretches. So I, I'm giving you the opportunity to change and morph your outlook on us just as you are giving me the opportunity to shift and change my outlook on this situation. I haven't got a call yet from my mom. I don't know when they're coming out here. Um, this is crazy. It just stretches and stretches. Stretches and stretches. Oh boy. I feel the sun. I'll let you know the status, okay? I'll just let you, I'll let you marinate on it. I'll let you marinate on it, son. And then um, I'll leave it up to you. All right, we'll get back to you later. If you're still listening, thank you so much for hanging in there. Uh, The next episode, we've got more chili cook-off stuff. I'm just going to get it all out there because I'm going to be podcasting during the Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival. The festival is happening September 13th through the 19th. I will be there the 15th through the 19th. And then the 16th through the 19th in the mornings, I'll be doing K-Chung Radio. So it's it's uh, I've somehow been able to wrap up all my passions, most of them, into this thing, into this big thing. And uh, who you heard up there at the top of the hour, Maria Humphreys with Strong Body, Strong, Body, Strong Soul Podcast I invited her to come out and record there. And I know she's a great podcaster. And uh, she teased. She goes, should I wear my Supergirl costume? I said, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yes, we shall see. 
we shall see. Uh, that's the kind of film festival we're talking about, folks. I don't know about you, but I love, I love uh, that kind of participation. That's my kind of people. Like the uh, San Diego Comic-Con folks, if you've ever been there, it's beautiful. People walking around in their uh, in their uh, homemade costumes, awesome cosplayers. I want to be able to bring that vibe to this. So uh, if you're going to be going to the Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival, first of all, please visit kapowiff.com. That's the official website. We also got a Facebook page. Uh, and a Twitter page, Instagram page, not getting so much love. Uh, but the others, plenty, plenty. We, we've got a wonderful lineup of stuff going on. Josh Eisenstadt um, is doing his 10-year anniversary of a movie named Dark Reel. It's going to only be the second time in his life that he's seen it on a big screen. And he's going he's gonna to have two other films uh, one called The Making of Gnome Killer 2, which is a mockumentary, and then another movie called Inner Balance, which stars Dana Ashbrook of Twin Peaks. Now, Dark Real has Edward Furlong, who, as you know, is in Terminator. In fact, he's going to be in the new Terminator coming up, too. Lance Henriksen, who you might recognize from Aliens, the poor uh, android guy who gets yanked, just torn in half by the alien at the end with his... Uh, white uh white goopy guts that was a surprise that was a surprise so he's inviting all those guys to come out so we'll see we'll see if those guys come out that would be phenomenal and uh yeah tickets are if you go to kapowiff.com you can you can look at all the different selections all the different movies and then you, and then that will take you to their actual page that's on Lemley where you can actually buy the ticket. Or you can just go to Lemley.com, L-A-E-M-M-L-E.com, Lemley.com, and put in the search bar, look up Kapow. And that search bar will take you to our whole schedule. 2019. Look for the 2019 one because you'll see some other Kapow stuff up up there, but that's from 2017, 2018. So you'll see the 2019. You'll see all the different blocks. If you want to see Josh Eisenstadt's block, that's going to be on. That's going to be on September 15th in the night in the nighttime. So I'd love to see you out there. I'd love to see you out there. That would be a, a blast. So uh, stay tuned for the next episode because I'm going to upload an interview with the Mississippi gang uh, and a DJ named Max from iHeartRadio and the guys who are in the band Farewell Milwaukee. It's going to be a good episode. So I'm trying to get all this out there before I I dive into Kapow stuff because tomorrow we're going out to San Diego with the Yachtly crew. We're playing a private party. And then we got another, I think another, well, then we got a show on the, yeah, uh, 13th and 14th, Viper Room in the Rose in Pasadena. My mom's going to be in town for that. Is she? I don't know. We'll see. That's a different show. I don't know. But anyway, if you want to see what, if you want to see what shows Yachtly Crew is doing, you can go to yachtlycrew.com or just go to yachtrockband.com. Thank you so much for listening to Inspirato Projecto, and we are on Spotify and everywhere else that you can hear podcasts.